0: Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Chaim sveig Relic. Masechus has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Shlomo Naiman Leilu nishmas Harav Yakov Yaakov ben matis This shear is on P'sachim Dav tzadik, beginning with the b'risa on the bottom of P'tesimid base. The gemara on the bottom of P'tesimid base brings a b'risa that states as follows. T'onu Rabbonot, Hamemane memane a imoy al-pishoy v'al-chagigosoy in other words, when a person makes a minui, he sells a portion in the carbon Pesach, and he receives money for it. And the price says that the money he receives is chulin. And the Mitzvot will see soon that even though we're talking about money, that the people that were makdish, to, in order to get a right in a carbon Pesach... Once they exchange that money for the membership in the Pesach, the mois is Yaitseh Lechulin. If somebody sells a carbon oil, that means he has signed for himself a carbon oil or a carbon shlamim and he wants to sell it to somebody else. The sale is not valid. And any money that he received is used as for for a carbon in the Beis Migdush. And the Gemara explains that even though the sale was not valid, the mois are neiful in a dava because of iknas. knas. That means that this brisa holds that you cannot sell a carbon oyla or a carbon shlomim at all, and you could be mamana as somebody else on the carbon pesach, as is clear in the entire masechta. And when he does, he is Maman as somebody on the carbon pesach. The money that he receives is chulin. Those are the halachas that are stated in the brisa. The Gemara asks a very basic question on the halacha that the B'risa says, Mois should be Yaday The Gemara says as follows Omar Ullah, the of Oishia, Efshar, Yadi Chavrin Bavloi, Taimadah Mulsa. Maybe someone from our Babylonian friends, maybe uh, somebody could explain to me the reason why the halacha is Mois should be Yaday Khulin. Zehif how could it be that the Since the money was assigned To buy a carbon Pesach And the money is already hectish And since the carbon was already Hooked as a carbon Pesach the, the exchange of the money For the carbon Should not make the money be Because of the svarah of Heyich hectish Chal al hectish Rashi explains the question. If somebody exchanges money that he assigned for Pesach, and he exchanges for a right in a behema that doesn't have kedusha, that it should become kaddish for carbon Pesach. There's a concept of atfeses kedusha. The money from the, the kedusha of the money would be chal on the carbon on the behema. It would become a carbon, and through that exchange, the money would be oitzel chulin. In other words, as the Chazanish explains this Gemara, the very fundamental idea of Chilul Kedusha that we find all over Shas, you can exchange the Kedusha from one item to another, only works when the Kedusha is going from one place to another, because there's room for the Kedusha. In a normal case, you're exchanging something Chulin for something Kaddish. So the Kedusha moves to the, from the thing that's Kaddish to the thing that's Chulin because it's not Kaddish yet. But over here, where both things are Kaddish, the whole concept of Chilil Kedusha, the cannot exist because there's no room for the kadusha to be Chal. The Behemah is already Kaddish. So the Kedusha of the money cannot possibly go on the behema because there's no room for the Kedusha. And that is the Gemara's question, Hey, hekdish, hekdish. The Gemara on the Tzadik will answer this question with a concept of shiur kedusha. The Gemara brings this, you saw it from Rabbi that there's a concept of shiur kedusha. Either there's a shiur, there's some room left in the kedusha of the Mois, or there's some room left in the kedusha of the Behem. We'll discuss those concepts in, in a moment. But that is the basic territory of the Gemara. And the Gemara is clear that this concept is based on the Machlaikis, Rebbe, and the Rabbanon. And according to the Rabbanon, there would, ta- would, see- would really be a problem of Heikh Hekdish, hal, Al, Al hekdish. And the din of the Bryson, would only fit according to Rebbe, who holds up this concept of Shiur Kedusha. The Taizris asks a basic question that it's clear in the Gemara that the whole problem is just. Why is Mois should be Yodikulin? E Taisa says the Khairi there's another problem. <speaking in Hebrew> Even if the money that was used was chulin money. So the problem of Hayek Hegdish, Khalal Hegdish we don't have. But there's another problem. Limnois <speaking in Hebrew> L'chayre, the holding of minui should not be possible. How could somebody be maiming of people on the carbon after he was makdish it? Even the savor da afilu b'mois loy meshayer the kolsh can pesach the loy meshayer mid ein hegdish chalal hegdish. As we just said, the gemara is going to answer the question of hegdish chalal hegdish by saying there's a shear in the kedusha of the money or a shear in the kedusha of the behema. But the Gemara is clear that barring the problem of Moshe we could understand the price of Mema'na Al without a shear in the Hegdish. So Taisus asks, how could one do a minui if there is no shear in the Hegdish? This is a very fundamental question on the whole concept of minui. Taisus is saying that the halacha of minui should have to be that at the time that the person is makdish as Korban Pesach, all the memberships should already be arranged. And at the time of the original kedusha, he should be magdishit for all the people that have a membership. Let's say we decide there should be five members for this carbon, and we sell five people rights to the carbon. So at the time of the kedusha, the kedusha would be for those five people. But after the time that the person was magdish to behema, he was magdishit for himself. So it's already Kedush as to be his carbon pesach. In such a situation, he should not be able to give anybody else. Membership of the carbon pesach, unless there's a she'er in the kedusha. The reason for this, as the Chazanish explains, is because since the person was magdashit for his carbon pesach, so the carbon becomes kaddish as Ruven's carbon. It's assigned as a as a carbon to process the carbon pesach of Ruvain. That is the essence of the carbon. The Bilem of the carbon is the essence of the carbon. It's a carbon for him. Now that it's a carbon for him, you cannot change the Kedusha to make it somebody else's carbon. How is he able to make it somebody else's carbon by being memana or the people on the carbon if they're already become his carbon since we're not going with the concept of sheer Kedusha? That is Tyson's question, which is a very basic question on the whole process of being memana people on a carbon Pesach after he was already makdish the carbon. And Tyson's answers. Vishloima. The the Afal Gav the Limeshaya Bamidi, even though when a person who's Makdish the Karbin, he left no room for other Kedushas. Al Das Kane Makdishoi Sheyatsu kolah Shayim the Olaf. He had in mind that he's being Magdish for whoever he will be Mimana. The Kroksiv Velocahu Shano the Pasik says there's a concept of Minuy. And since the Palsic says, Even if he was already Magdish, he could do it. Came. It seems from Taisis Terence that since the person had in mind at the time of the kedusha to allow other people to become members, so he had in mind that he's being it for those people, therefore he's able to be memana other people later. Chazanish asks that this is clearly in contrast to the din of Brerah. This is the Tali on the din of Braira. Since we're going with the assumption that after the kedusha was Chal, you cannot change the Kedushah for other people. So we have to say that the people that he was memana later, those people were already Nimna at the time of the kedusha that was made originally. So that is a problem of Brerah. So the Chazanish explains that This does not mean that in any carbon, a person could do this. Taisis means that since the Pazik says, the Pazik is teaching you that the details of who is the bilem of the carbon does not have to be created at the time of the Kedusha. Since, as long as the time, at, at the time when he's Makdish, the carbon Pesach, he plans and adding other people later, we could leave that clarification of the ownership of this carbon open-ended. We could clarify who this carbon is going to be made for at a later date. Right now, he's being mocked, the carbon. He's leaving who is going to be yoytzi with this carbon to be clarified at a later date. Usually, by a regular carbon, one cannot do that. That piece of information of who this carbon is going for, which is an integral part of the Kedusha of the carbon, cannot be reserved for a later date. But here we learn from a Pasek that as long as the person has in mind that he wants to add people, he has the right to clarify those details later. And therefore it's not an issue of Brera. Rather, the terror gave him the right to fill in that information at a later date, and therefore there's no problem of Brerah, and also he has the right to be bakdish the carbon leave the the, the din of who this carbon is going to bo- go for open-ended, and fill in that information later. That is how the chazan ish explains this toysvist, and that is how he explains why toysvist heretz is not a steerer to the problem of Ein Brera. The Gemara on the question of heich hekdish halal hekdish says that there's two possible terutzim. It's clear from the, from the Gemara, beginning of the Aleph, that Rabbi says a possible answer to this question is as follows. Bemois Vaday Inish. When the person took the money, the person who bought the membership took the money and designed the money to buy with it a carbon Pesach, Bemois Vadai Inish. The person is Meshair in the Kedusha of the money. When the person assigned the money for a carbon pesach, he assigned it, and he had in mind that when he buys within a carbon pesach, the kedusha should go off, and that is considered a sheur in the kedusha of the money. That is what the gemara says explains why mois shebe'yadoi Khulir. It's difficult to understand this concept. How is that considered a sheur in the kedusha of the money? Ribbeleib Malin. Brings a from the Rambam, that the Gemara does not mean a literal shear in the Kedusha. The Gemara means as follows, that since when the person assigned the money for the Kedusha, he assigned it with a very specific purpose in mind. The purpose of this Kedusha is to attain a membership in the carbon Pesach. So when the money was used for that purpose, that is considered that the Kedusha of the money reached their purpose. Their purpose was achieved. The purpose of this Kedusha was in order to receive a chilek in the Coven Pesach, and the money was used for that purpose. That itself is not enough to take off the Kedusha of the money, because of the problem of Ein ha-kdish. There's nothing to take off this Kedusha even though the money arrived at their destination, at their purpose for which they were hukdash. However, Reb says, based on the Yoshami and the Rambam, there's a power called T'nai Bezden. T'nai Bezden could take off Kedusha. We find this other places in Shas, that a T'nai Bezden could take off the Kedusha of the money. And the power that's being used to take off the Kedusha is really a T'nai Bezden. The basis of the tonight bezdin is the fact that the Mois arrived at the purpose for which they were hukdash. And that is what the Gemara means, The the das of the person was that there should be a shear in the Kedush of the money. The shear in the Kedush of the money is that the person has in mind that once the money reached its destination, it should no longer be kaddish That is what the person wants. Even though the person wants that, we could not achieve that with a with the fact that he wants it alone because of the problem of a hegdish halal hegdish. However, since that is the das of the person and the money did reach their stated purpose for which the person was makdishit, that is a reason for b'ezin to make a tnai that the Mois should lose their kedusha, and after the money was used for its stated purpose, ha should be Yodai Khulin. That is what the Gemara means, be v'aday inish. This is how reblade explains the Gemara, based on the Rambam and the Yerushalmi, and the Chazanish says a very similar explanation. Abaya says another point. Abaya says, when he discusses our Braysa, the of says This price that we're discussing There's a Aglili Shita That Kachim Kalim Is Mama In Bailim. So Abayah says that this b'raysa cannot be going according to Yabiyah Sehag because the ha'tani ba, The b'raysa says that one cannot sell his ayla or his shlamin. Shlamin is kachim kahalim. And according to Yabiyah Sehag that kachim kahalim is momen Bailim. What it says in this b'raysa would not be true. The Gemara is that according to Rabbi Lili, that holds Kachim Kalim and Momin Bailim, then one can't sell the carbon shlamim because since the carbon shlamim is Momin Bailim, then it's his, and he should be able to sell it like anything else that belongs to him. And this is clear from Rabbi Nuparet and the Yeshua Kama that according to Rabbi Lili, one can sell Kachim Kalim to others. However, the Taisus Arashba and Psachim explains that even according to Abyei Aglili, one cannot sell kachim kalim le'inyan ha kapara. In other words, when someone is makdish a carbon, as we mentioned before, the carbon is becoming designated as a carbon for his kapara. Whether it's an ayla or a shlamim, whatever kapara's ayla and shlamim come for, that kapara is designated for the owner of the carbon one cannot sell the designation of the carbon to another bailim that it should become designated for the new owner's kapara, And that is true even according to a glili that, that holds kachim kalim mamain b'alim. So therefore, according to that, we have to understand what does the Gemara mean that according to a glili, the statement of is not true. The text of Sirajba explains that the Gemara means as follows. The Braisa says, which means that he cannot sell it at all. That means he can't even sell the meat. That would not be true according to Abiyahisi Aglili. According to Abiyahisi Aglili, he could definitely sell the monetary rights to eat the carbon to another person because Kachim Kalim, Mom and Bailim. So, therefore, the Gemara says the Brysa cannot be true according to Abiyahisi Aglili. So, we have two positions in the explanation of the Gemara and the sheet of Abiyahisi Aglili. The position of Rabinu Peretz and the Tneeshua Babakamadamas Daf Damasam, is that according to Ibies Aglili, that one can even sell it Likapara. And that is why the Gemara says the Brisa that says Hamechir Shlomav Leklum is not going to fit according to BSili. And the position of the Taisus Surajba is that according to Biesa Aglili, one cannot sell Likapara. The reason the Gemara says the Brisa does not fit with Rebbe Siyag Lili, is because the bride says mashma, that you cannot sell Shlomim at all. The Ktos in Siman of Office of Katen Aleph, takes the same position as the Tesis of he proves it from a Tesis of Baba Kama, and his position is that one cannot sell Kachim Kalim lekapara even according to Rebbe Siyag However, as far as explaining this Gemara, the Ktos runs into a difficulty. This of the Gemara says that the braise cannot be according to Beis Aglili that says Amaychayelaso Yushlamo Vleosavaleiklum. The does not want to learn the Gemara that the Gemara means because the braise is mashma that you cannot sell it at all because the Haichen points out Rashi does not learn the braise that way on the words Amaychayelaso Rashi says on Petesimid base, If somebody sold this oil for Kapara, it does not work. So Rashi is clear that the content of the brisa is in reference to Kapara. When the brisa says, It means for Kapara. So if the Gemara says, the Reb Yerzer does not fit with this b'risa. The there seems to be a clear Gemara that according to Reb Yerzer one can sell the Kachim uh, Kalim for Kapara. This is the difficulty of the Kachim based on his assumption that even according to Reb Yerzer one cannot sell the Kachim Kalim for Kapara. The Gemara brings the b'risa that's only discussing Kapara. And the b'risa says one cannot sell it for kapara. And the Gemara says that this b'risa does not fit with the b'risa aglili. So the Kshayi says, a different chat in the Gemara. The Kshayi Sakhayishin says, the Gemara does not mean that the din of Amayi Cha'elosu Yishlamov le'osu does not fit with the b'risa aglili's shita. Even according to the b'risa aglili, you cannot sell a the le'kapara. The Gemara means as follows. The Gemara clearly implied that perhaps, according to Beis Aglili, we could explain why the money is ayoytz lachulin. In other words, according to Beis Aglili, that the sale is a real sale. Perhaps, since the money was used to acquire the kedusha of a carbon pesach, that would be a reason for the money to go out lachulin. That would be the reason why we would want to explain the brayser according to Beis Aglili. and that is why the Gemara mentioned the idea that perhaps the brayser is Beis Aglili. And on that, the Gemara says, You're not going to gain anything by saying the Bryce is a b'asiyag Even if you're going to say the Bryce is a it's not going to help, because the price says, The price says that the money goes out l'chulen. And that will not be true according to a b'asiyag This is how the Kseisah explains the Gemara. It's difficult to fit this into the words of the Gemara, because the Gemara doesn't even quote those words of Mari Yisheh However, this is how the Ksaysa Cheshen explains the Gemara according to his position that according to Ebi Yishe one cannot sell the behema lekapara. So we have two positions whether one can sell the Beheymah L'Kapara according to Ebi Aglili, and we have two interpretations of the Gemara according to that Shita. The Taysa Sirajba learns the Gemara that the Gemara means that the Brisa says that you cannot sell it at all, even for the meat, and that would not be true according to BSA Seagliili. The Ksetse has difficulty with that, because Rashi says the Bryce is only discussing Kapara, and therefore the Ksetse suggests a different The Gemara, which one needs to understand exactly how it fits into the Gemara. One needs to understand the position of the Ksetse and the Taisis in Babakama, and the Taiz of Raj. Their position is that even though Kachem Kalamam and Bailim, one cannot sell the carbon to somebody else for kapora. What is the reason for this? What is the difference between selling his rights to eat it and selling his rights as a Bailim to be Miskapu with the carbon? And this dictates explains Bekitzer, the Mikdash David in Kachem Simon Yitzchas elaborates. And the idea is based on a concept we mentioned before. And that is that one cannot change the kedusha of a carbon, just like one cannot take a carbon that was designated for an oil and change it to a shlomim. One cannot take a carbon designated as oilo lekaporas ruven or shlomim lekaporas ruven and change it to a shlomim lekaporas And the reason is because the designation of the carbon for kapara. It's part of its very essence. The ownership of a carbon for kapara is not a side factor. It's my carbon, therefore it's going for my kapara. Since it's my carbon, it becomes designated as a carbon for my kapara. A carbon des- designated for the kapara of Ruvain is one carbon. A carbon designated for the kapara of Shimon is another carbon. It's as if you're switching the carbon from Ayla to Shlamin. You're changing the designation of the Kedusha of the carbon. You're changing the very essence of the carbon by changing its Kedusha from going for the Kapara of Ruvain to going to the Kapara of Shimon. That is why, even according to Abir Saglili, that Kochim Kalim, Maman Bailim, one cannot change the designation of the carbon by selling it to somebody else. Because, because since at the time that he bought it, he already designated it, and it became a carbon for the process of his own kapara, changing that kedusha is a change in the kedusha, which is in the very essence of the carbon. Based on this, the Mikdish David says, if we would be able to have a carbon that has a kedusha, but its kedusha was not set aside... For a specific bailim, then certainly one would be able to sell it to somebody else, and then that person would be able to designate it. Mikdishdavid has cases, if one wants to see, the Mikdishdavid is in Kachim, Simen Yudches. Abaya continues and he says, the Gemara says there's a concept, which the Gemara brings later, elaborates based on Sukkim, that Rebbe holds, there's such a concept that a person is a carbon Pesach, and he's a in its Kedusha, and therefore he's able to sell, he's able to sell the carbon to other people, and therefore, there is no problem of a hekdesh chalal because the money that they give him, which has kedusha, is Khal goes on that shear in the carbon pesach, which was left over. There was a shear in the guf of the carbon pesach. That shear is lachayre and when the person gives receives money which has kedushas carbon pesach, we exchange the kedusha of the money from the of, to the carbon pesach because there is a shear in the kedusha of the carbon. That is how the Gemara explains why there's no problem of This concept is very difficult to understand. What does it mean that there's shear in the Kedusha of a carbon? Secondly, Reb Malin raises another very big problem with this idea of having a shear in the carbon. The Gemara, in our Gemara, uses this concept to something else. It uses the concept to explain how somebody is The Gemara says there's something called Esnan Zayna. Esnan Zayna is something which is given to a zayna as a payment for the Znus. And that is Esnan Zaina. And the Gemara brings a case of Naslam Mokdashem B'Esnana. You give a Zayna the Mukdashim Hekdish as an exchange for Znus. This exchange has to be a real exchange. It has to be a Mechirah, an exchange of payment for the Znus with this Mukdashim. So every Esnan Zayna has to undergo a form of of a sale. And the Gemara says, how could somebody give Mugdashim to a Zayna and therefore it should become a Esnan Zaina? the mukdashim do not belong to him. So the Gemara says, Omer Ba'yishiyah V'memana Zayna Al-Pizchai Rabbi It's going according to Rabbi that one can sell a carbon Pesach, and when one sells a carbon Pesach, there's a shear in the goof of the carbon. The carbon has a shear in its Kedusha, and that shear in the Kedusha could undergo a real sale, and therefore it becomes a esnan zeina That is how the Gemara explains the case of Nasal HaMuqdoshin Besnana. On this, Reb raises a very fundamental question. It's clear in the whole Mishnah and in the Kashak of Atayah of the Gemara, that this Esnan zayin is called Mukdashin. Why is it Mukdashin? Because it's a carbon pesach. So you're exchanging a carbon pesach for Znus. However, Ablaib says if the way the exchange is happening is because there's a shear in the carbon pesach, and that shear is Khulin, so that exchange of that shear of Khulin for the service of Znus is not Mukdashin at all. It's not Mukdashin, it's Khulin. Part of the behemoth is hektish. But the part that's hektish is davar Shaina Shalai. So it's the part that's Khulin that's being exchanged. So why is it called Mugdashan? Sir so Blade Malan proves from here that when the Gemara says pesach Inish, it doesn't mean a shear in the basic dusha of the carbon. The carbon is kaddish completely. The Gemara means that, that there's a shiur in the schus of the Bailem to sell it. This is a very deep concept which I blame Malin is Meirich to explain. But his proof is important to note. His proof that it's not a real shiur in the Kedusha is from this kasha. That how could the Gemara say that it's called mukdashin if the part that he's selling as service for his nus is not kachem at all? Must be that the shiur is deeper and more delicate than it would seem to be based on the simple reading of the Gemara. If anyone wants to see Reb Leib Malin, it's in Chelek Aleph, Simen, Samach, Gimel. The Gemara and the rest of the Amid brings the b'raisa of Rebbe and Rabbanon, which discusses what one could do with the money that he used to be a man of other people on a carbon Pesach. And the Gemara brings Rebbe's shita, which we discussed at length. And the Gemara also discusses the Rabbanon's shita. The Rabbanon disagree with Rebbe. However, th- there are Merayim that hold that even according to the Rabbonin that disagree with Rebbe, there is certain things he could do with the money. The Gemara says, the Gemar says Machlekes, Rabin, One of them says he could at least use it for wood for the Tzli of the carbon Pesach, because keeping the Tekant of the Pesach go for the Pesach Domu. The Gemara says, another Shita, between Rabbi and Rabbi Zayra, that perhaps he could even use the money to buy Matzah Umarah, because it says, Al Matzah Umarah, so therefore it's Pesach, and machshirei Pesach, Ke Pesach Domi. Either the wood which is needed to actually make the Pesach ready to eat, or the Matzah Umarah, which is eaten with the carbon Pesach, perhaps are considered kepesach, and therefore he could use the money for, he could, for either the aitzim or the Matzah and the Marah. The Gemara is saying this in reference to money that was received from others in order to give them a chalik in the carbon pesach. The Mishnah says the same would be true about money that was set aside by a person himself for a carbon pesach. Even though the Allah is that money that was set aside for a carbon pesach. If it wasn't used for the Kabin Pesach, it's bought for a Shlamim, just like Mari Pesach, Karav Shlamim. However, if he has extra money left over for money that he himself set aside to buy a Kabin Pesach, he could use that money according to one Mando, according to everybody, for Eitzim, and according to one Mando Amar for Matzo Amara, for the Svaras that the Gemara said, either because it's Gufei the Pesach Domi, by the wood that's used to make the Pesach ready, or by the Matzo Amara, because machshire Pesach, Ki Pesach Domi. The next Mishnah discusses a very fundamental halacha about people that are Tomei at the time of the Shechita. The Mishnah is Mikhalik between a Zov Shiro Shtei that Shecht all Olav bishvi. Or, that one cannot be Sheikhat all of Bishvi, rather only Bishmini. And as Rashi explains, the side of this Mishnah is that one can be Sheikhat on a Tamei who will be Royal Achil in the evening will be, we'll be roi to eat in the evening. Right now, till the day is over, there's no hair of Shemesh. So he has to wait till the end of the day. But the moment the day ends, which is the time of Achila, he will not be Tomei, and he will be able to eat from the Karben Pesach. So one could do the Shechita and the avoidance of the Karben Pesach for such a person. However, if... He had three ri'is. So then he's machuser kapara, and he has to wait an extra day. So he's not ready to eat at night. So on such a person, one cannot do the avoidance of the kabben pesach because they're not able to eat the kabben pesach at night. Based on this Mishnah, the Gemara has a machlaikis about a Tomei Isheretz. Omar of Yehud Omarat, sheikhtin al u because these two people will be roy at night, but yet ein shaychthin al tomei Rashi adds, a tomei sheretz means a tomei sheretz who did not yet go to the mikvah. When he will go to the mikvah, he will then just be a mechusah of shemesh, and by the evening he will be able to eat the Kabin pesach. But as of yet, he was not toivul. So there, Rav holds, one cannot be sh- shaychthin vezayikin al tomei sheretz, even though he could make himself roy to eat at night. And Ullah disagrees, Ullah says There is no difference between a Tumayi Sharet t- Or the cases in the Mishnah Or in the Eighth Day All these people have the same thing in common Right now they have a Tumay But they will be roy to eat in the evening And therefore one can't be Shaykh of on them so too on etamim sheretz, Rav Shita needs explanation. Why is etamim sheretz different than etvuloyim and mechusuk kipurim? And it's clear from the Gemara that there's two ways one could explain the difference between etamim sheretz and etvuloyim and mechusur kipurim. One approach of the Gemara is that said there's really no difference, just like etvuloyim and mechusuk kipurim. Since they're able to eat at night, one can bring the carbon pesach on their behalf and do the avoidance of the carbon Pesach, so too by a Tamei sherets. The reason why a Tamei Sheretz is because we're afraid that maybe he won't be terrible, and he won't end up eating. And the Gemara says, according to this, by Mechosu purim as well, there should really be a Chashash. Maybe he will be Pesheah, and it's only, you're only able to be shechit and Zayrik on a Mechosu if he's Meiser, the carbon Tbezen, to take away this Chashash. That is one approach in the Gemara. That midiraisa, there's really no difference. The Maskanah, the Gemara says a different approach. The Gemara says based on a drasha, Rav had a drasha that if somebody was not tayvel, he's worse midiraisa. And midiraisa, one cannot be al v'zarek on a Tommy sheretz. What is the reason why a Tommy sheretz is worse midiraisa? It's clear in the Gemara that the reason is because he's still called a tummy. He has a bigger shame tummy than somebody who was tayvel even though they still need a hair of Shemesh, or or they're mechuzir kapara. And it's clear in the Hemshech HaGemara that somebody who was already tibble is called Klisha Tumasai. What is the explanation why somebody who already went to the Mikveh is considered more Klisha Tumasai, even though he is still tibble? There are two approaches in Achreinam. In the Tzlach it's clear that the reason is because we find in Hilchastum HaVetairah that a Tvolyayim has more Heterim than somebody who did not go to the Mikvah. A is Muter maiser. So if a is Muter B'meiser, that shows us that his Tumah is actually weaker because he actually has Dinim that are more kuladik than somebody who did not go to the Mikvah. Therefore, he doesn't have the same nay, shame of a Tumah. One cannot be Shaykhed V'Zayrik a Kabin Pesach on a Tumah, but a Tvolyayim does not have the same status of Tumah since he's Muter B'meiser. The Tzfasemah says a little bit different. The Tzfasemah says there's a love of Shechilik. The Tzfasemah says that somebody who already went to the Mikvah has begun the process of Taira. Beginning the process of Taira, that is a klisha to Mosay. However, somebody who did not yet begin the process of Taira, even though he's just a Tomei sheret and he w- he's able to begin the process, but as long as he did not begin the process, his status of, she- of Tomei is with a complete shame of Tomei, and the din is that one cannot bring a Korban Pesach on a Tame. What is the mikar from a pasuk to this concept that the Sheretz is called a Tame in reference to Korban Pesach? On that, the Gemara brings the Ksiv Ish Ish Kiya Tame Lo Nefesh Milu Askinon Shechal Shvi Shaloi Liyos Be'erev HaPesach Da'hai Nu Tumas Sheretz. In other words, certainly a person who's Tommy nefesh is not a tummy Sheretz. But if Shvi shaloi, the process of the seven days of Hazor, are ending on Erev Pesach, he's the same as a tummy Sheretz, that he will be able to go eat tonight the Kabin Pesach if he goes to the Mikveh, and he does his Hazor. Just he has to go through that process. So he's on the same status as a Tomei Sheretz. And yet the Pasik says that he's considered a Tomei and he has to make a, bring a Pesach sheini. He He's not roi for Pesach rishon. So you see that somebody who has not yet begun the process of tire of going to the Mikvah and doing his azah is not considered a tor He's considered a Tomei and he cannot bring a carbon Pesach. That is the Makar that a Tomei Sheretz who did not yet go to the Mikvah cannot bring a carbon Pesach. L'chayre, based on this Gemara, the maskana should be, if we Paskin like Rav, that ain't sheychtin v'zarkin al tami which is the Halacha, and that a tommy maiz b'shvi'yisholoi, if he did not yet go to the Mikvah and do his Hazor, also ain't sheychtin v'zarkin olav. However, if he's a tommy Bishvi b'shvi'yisholoi, after Tvila and Hazar, L'chari should have the same din as any T'fulyoim. And by a T'fulyoim, everyone agrees that he Yishaychit V'zorik on a T'fulyoim. However, the Rambam paskins differently. The Rambam paskins, Ain't Shaychit V'zorik in al tami Heretz. And the same thing is true by a T'fulyoim, Shachal shvi Shaloi Erev Pesach. However, by a T'fulyoim, that's Chal Shvi'i Shaloi erev Pesach, the Rambam says that even after he went to the Mikveh and he had his Azor, and he's a like a regular Tvul yoyim, Still, the halacha is in shaychtin Vizarkin olav, and he's nitcha pesach sheni, and he learns this case of ishish ki and lenefesh by people that were b'shvish Shalahem after tvi'la and hazo. That is the pesach of the Rambam. The Rambam adds an exception to this rule. The Rambam says that this that he's saying that it may mace even if the tvi'la and hazo cannot have bring a kobbin Pesach, that's all, only if he's a tommy mace from a tumor shahan nozir meghale chalov. The aloch is that a nozir who becomes tummy mace needs Giluach, but not every tumas mace. For example, revi is dhamin a mace is metame. It's metame a person tumas mace. However, if a nazir became Tommy from a revi is mace, not from touching for example, the body of a mace, the alokh is that he's not Migalechholof. So the Rambam says that this that he said, that a tomei meis b'shvii even if the tevil of cannot process a carbon Pesach, although he will be right to eat in the evening, that, and he's only like a tful that's only if he became tomei from a tomei meis she'anozim megeleach However, if he became tomei from a tomei she'anozim megeleach olav, then he has the status of a regular tful This is the position of the Rambam. The Rambam is difficult to understand from three separate angles. The first point is, what is the Makar of the Rambam for this? The Gemara, clearly is comparing a Tami Meis to a Tami Shares who is not a Tvul The clear implication of the Gemara is that we're discussing a Tami Meis before Tvila we where he does not yet have the status of a Tvul From where did the Rambam get this, this din that by a Tami Meis it's even after he was taught al-vihizah, he has the stem halacha as a Tommy me before tevilah. This is the first question on the Rambam. The second question, which is really an extension of the first, is the question that the derived asks that in our Gemara it says not like the Rambam. In our Gemara it's clear that a Tommy Mace, if the tevilah would have the status of a tevilah. What does the Ravid mean? The tzlach explains the Ravid, That if we assume like the Rambam, that a Tomei if after Tvila V'Azor, has a different halacha than a Tomei Sharet. A Tomei Sharet cannot have a din of processing the Kavim Pesach only before Tvila, and a Tomei mace even after Tvila. The reason would have to be because a Tumas mace is a greater Tumah. It's a greater level of Tomei. And he's considered a Tomei even after Tvila, versus a Tomei Sharet, who's only called a Tomei before Tvila. If that's true, that a Tomei Meis has a greater Shem Tomei, then how could we prove anything from a Tomei Meis to a Shem Tomei Rav proved from a Tomei Meis that a Tomei sharet before Tefillah cannot have the process of a carbon Pesach. How could we compare the two? Clearly the Shem tum of a Tomei Meis is more chomer than the Shem tum of a Tomei sharet, since a Tomei Meis retains that status of Tomei even after Tefillah, and the Tefillah only has that status before Tefillah. So, this is really an extension of the first question that it's clear in the Gemara that a Tommy Mace is on the same level as a Tommy Sharet and not worse. And the Rambam says that he is worse. The third difficulty in the Rambam is this: that the Rambam made a difference by Tommy Mace itself if he became a Tommy Mace from a Tumah Sha'anazir Megaleah Chalov or a Tumah Sha'ina Nozir Megaleah As much as the Rambam holds that a Tommy Mace has a greater level of Tumah, why should there be a difference if he's a tummy mace from a tumah shanozim egalayacholov or a Tommy mace from a tumah she'en anozim These are the three difficulties from the Ram, in the Rambam. The first two difficulties are really one. Where did the Rambam get the idea that a tummy mace is different than a tummy sheretz? And if he's different, how could the Gemara compare the two? And the third point is. That if a Tommy Mace is different, why should there be a difference if he's a Tommy Mace from a Tumor she'anozim me'galei Khalaf or a Tumor she'ein anozir me'galei khalaf. We'll discuss two approaches to these questions. As far as the first question, which is, what is the Mekar of the Rambam? That a Tommy Mace is worse, even if the Tevil of On that, the Mary says that it was part to the Rambam that the story in the Torah of ish ish ki nefesh was discussing people that were not teif, that were already Taivil. because if we're going to speak of, if we're going to say we're speaking about people that if they would have been tayvul would have been able to bring up carbon pesach then why did it not do that taisus raises this question why did these people ask a question about pesach sheni let them go be tayvul then they'll have the status of a tzwul yayin, and they'll be able to bring and will they be able to bring the pesach reshain so it's clear the Rambam understood that the Pasik is speaking about a Tommy Mace who was a ready and still he cannot bring a Pesach Rishon. And the reason is going to have to be because a Tommy Mace is a Tumah Chamura. As far as the Ravids question, that if that's true, how could the Gemara make a comparison between Tommy Mace and Tommy Sheres? Since it's clear that a Tommy is is worse because even after Tvila, the Allah is that he cannot have the Kabban Pesach be brought for him rather than a Tommy Sharetz who could. On that, the Mary says the Gemara knew that there's a difference between Tommy Mace and Tommy But the Gemara was making a, a comparison. If it's true that a Tommy Mace, even after Tvila Vaza, where there's a very small reason for Toma left, still it's possible to call him a Tommy. Because he has a Tumach chamura, and one cannot process the karpin pesach on him, although he will be able to eat in the evening. So we see, there's a concept of a tamei that can eat in the evening, on whom a karpin pesach cannot be brought. It's mistaber that a tamei sheretz before he has even begun his process of tyra shouldn't be any better. This is the svar of the gemara that therefore, if or uh, even a sheretz, as long as he did not begin the process of Tyra and he clearly is considered a tamei would not be better than a Tomei mace, and he will have the status of Tomei, which we see clearly in the Pasik that if somebody has the status of Tomei, although he could eat at night, one cannot process the Koven Pesach on his behalf. Reb Chaim and other Achreinim say a different terits to the raivet's question, a beautiful terits. They say as follows, we mentioned before, that the Rambam only said, his exception of Tomei mace, that even if the of Azor one cannot process a Korban Pesach on his behalf by a Tomei Meis She'ein She'a Nozir Megalei However, if it's a Tomei She'ein HaNozir Megalei there's no difference between a tummy mace and a tummy Based on this, the Reb Chaim and other Achreinim say a beautiful teretz. They say that this pasuk of Ish Ish Ki'ein HaNozir there are proofs that the Pasik is discussing a Tumma She'ein HaNozir Megalei Acholov. The case in this pasuk may have been a case, it includes a case, of a Tommy Meis, she'einah nozemegalei hacholof. Such a person is included, in Ish Ishkiya Tomei Le Nefesh, the being proofs that this is true. Once it's true, that this Pesach is including, a Tommy Meis, she'einah nozemegalei hacholof, then the question of the rabbit falls away. Certainly a Tommy Mace that was Tommy from a Tomei, she'einah nozemegalei is worse and he is not able to process his Kodan Pesach, even after Tvilavazo. But that's not the Tommy Mace the Gemara is bringing, as a comparison to tommy Sheretz. The Gemara is bringing a Tomei nefesh who is not Tommy with a Tomei Shanoza Megalei cholov Such a person, the Rambam himself says, has the same status as a tommy Sheretz. That Tommy Mace the Gemara is comparing to a Tomei Sheretz. That just like a Tomei mace bituma She'ein cholov before for of Azad, the is one cannot bring a Pesach Sheinah on such a person, so too, a Tomei Sheret will have the same halacha, because we see from this Pasha that a Tomei cannot process a carbon Pesach even if he's able to eat the Pesach that evening. On the last quest- question, which we mentioned, that what is the Rambam's reasoning and Makar to say that there's a difference between a Tomei Mace, Shanoz and and the Tame Mace will discuss two approaches to this question. The case of Mishnah and the Marikurkas say that the difference is because there are proofs that a Tame Mace from a Tuma She'ina Nazim E'Galei er is a smaller Tuma. It's not a Tuma Chamura. There's an Afkamina and Halacha as far as the Chief Karis from if somebody eats, if somebody eats when he's Tame. From a Tumah, Sha'ina anoz emegale hacholov, the Allah is, if he eats kachim, he's not chayiv karis However, if he eats kachim in a status of a Tumah, she'ein anoz emegale hacholov, he is chayiv karis So we see that a Tumah, sha'ina anoz emegale hacholov, is less of a Tumah, it's not just a din in relevance to Nazirus. It's not a Tumah chamura, And therefore, the Rambam did not apply his din to a Tumah shaina hacholov. This that a person is called a Tomei, even when he's tvul Yahim is only true by the extreme tumah chamura of a Tomei meis which has a chiv and that is only by a Thomas meis sheein hanazi megaleach Hanazim megaleach Cholop. This is the approach of the kesef mishnah and the Mari Kurkus. and they and the and the kesef mishnah Mari kurkus add a Makar for this din from a from 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 a gemara that a is less of a Tumba in, in general, not only in relevance to Naziris, and therefore the halacha would be that one can process a carbon Pesach on such a person, even according to the Rambam. Reb Chaim has a different approach, a completely different approach to explain the Rambam's reasoning why there's a difference between a Tumba from a Tumba and a Tumba and the meis from the Tumor, al HaNozir Megaleach olaf. The Chaim bases his approach on two fundamental introductions. Introduction number one is that there's really two separate reasons why a person who's Tamay cannot bring a carbon Pesach. One is a general din that ain't Tamimeis Mishalach Korban Nosef. This is a general din which the Rambam brings down Based on the Gemara and Cotton, and according to the Rambam, it's only true by a Tomei Mace that a Tomei Mace cannot have carbonus be brought on his behalf. This is a general halacha, not specific to carbon pesach. It's a general halacha by all carbonus. That means even though he himself is not going to enter the base of Mikdash, he wants to send the carbon with somebody else, it, a carbon cannot be brought on behalf of a Tomei Mace. There's a second halacha which is specifically true by a carbon Pesach, there's a whole pasha of Pesach Sheni, that a carbon Pesach cannot be brought on behalf of somebody who is Tomei. And so a person who is Tomei doesn't have to be only Tumas mace, could be even other Tumas, like Tumas Sheretz. Such a person cannot have a carbon Pesach brought on his behalf. So there's two separate halachas that apply to a carbon Pesach. The general din of a Tomei mace that he cannot have a carbon brought for him, and secondly, the special din by a carbon taysach, which is true by all tumas and the klutah tumi meis as well. That is the first point. The, s- the second point, the Chaim says, based on the Rambam's girus and the Gemara, that the first general aloha that we mentioned, that ain't tumi meis Mishalach carbono yisov, that din is only true by a tumas meis she However, by a tumas meis she hanozir we don't have the general halacha of Tommy meis mshalach kabanaisuf. The other specific halacha of kaban pesach that's true by any tumas Tommy shereitz tumas meis sheina nazi megaleich It doesn't make any difference. The second halacha, which is specific to kaban pesach, is true by all tumas. So it would be true even by a tumas meis sheina nazi megaleich However, the halacha of ain tami meis mshalach kabanaisuf that's true by all kabbanis by tumas meis. But only by a Shah Olof. According to this, comes out a very incredible thing in the Rambam. That this halacha that the Rambam says, that the Taimimimais after Tevil of the halacha is one can still not process a Kabben Pesach on his behalf. It's very possible that the reason for that is not because of the specific din of Kaban Pesach. It could very well be that by, because the specific din of carbon Pesach, that someone cannot process a carbon Anotomeh is only before he went to the Mikveh. As is clear in this Sugya, that after he went to the Mikveh, at Fulyayim, Yoshech, and all of carbon Kar- Pesach. And that is true by Yotomeh Mase as well. However, there is always the general halacha. That then that, that ain't Tommy mace, That then could very well be even after tefillah That general then could be true as long as he's a Tommy mace, even if he's a teful yom. So this halacha that the Rambam says that a tamei meis, if the tviel of azor, you still cannot process the carbon pesach on his behalf, is not based on is not based on the aside of our sugya. The aside of our sugya is true only by somebody who did not go to the mikvah. But there's a general halacha that ain't which creates a problem by any tamei meis, even if the tviel of azor. However, if that's true, Ibn Chaim says, it would be very simple to explain why the Rambam applied this halakha of a tummy meis if that one cannot process a Kabin pesach on his behalf only by a tumas meis she hanozir because that halach as we said before the general halacha of ain't a tummy meis is only true by a tumas meis she hanozir megaleach but by a tumas meis she ain't a that you don't have the general halacha that ain't a tummy meis the only halacha you have to deal with is the specific halacha of pesach, that you cannot check the cabin pesach on the tummy mates. That Allah is only true, as is clear in the sugia before you enter the mikvah. After he went to the mikvah, the specific din of a kaban pesach would not apply. So therefore, after tviel of aza, where the Rambam is coming on to the general din of ein tamim meis kaban because the specific din of our sugi no longer applies, as the Rambam himself agrees. Once he went to the mikvah, that therefore that Allah would only be true by etomas meis shanazim Egalayach olav. That is why the Rambam only said as exception of a tamim after if the of aza. That one cannot process a on him only by megaleach and not by megaleach You have been listening to the shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. We need your help to continue our mission. To find out about dedication opportunities visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.